Matt Franklin back at you with retirement-related news for the week ending Friday, July 2nd. So this weekend is Independence Day, right? Um, And as for me, I'm a happy, proud, reasonably successful, patriotic American. I know this country doesn't have a perfect history, but no country does. Well, except maybe Singapore. Um, So if you're self-employed like me and you live here in the States, you've benefited from the freedoms we Americans, for the most part, take for granted. And seriously, it is so easy to start a business here, and especially now that we're in the age of the internet. The freedom to engage in commerce has created untold wealth and prosperity here in the States. And I'm not just talking about uh, Gates, Buffett, and Bezos, but the millions of people out there who've achieved financial independence by taking the initiative and the risk and getting out there to actually start something. Now, I haven't gotten rich with my businesses, but I have been incredibly fortunate to not have to answer to a boss or manager for the last 15 years. And I'm grateful for the opportunities that I've had as an entrepreneur. That said, it's undeniable that we're marching towards some form of socialism. With a generation of fragile, easily triggered, gender-fluid malcontents taking their cues on economics from a doe-eyed ideologue waitress named Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the tide is definitely turning, and it's going to be interesting at best to see how Gen Z legislates away the freedoms that we entrepreneurs might have been taking for granted for so long. But for now... I'm grateful to be living in a country that rewards initiative and encourages entrepreneurship. So have a very happy Independence Day. Be safe. uh, Eat a hot dog. Hug your kids. Don't set anything on fire. And congratulate yourself for living in the land of the free. You won the geographic lottery. And there are millions of people all over the planet who would risk life and limb to trade places with you. So what about this week's news? One thing that caught my eye was a Kiplinger's article called How Women Can Boost Their Retirement Savings. Now, I think I've talked about the gender gap in retirement savings on this show before, um, and I don't think that it's a big secret overall. Women are less prepared for retirement than men. But this article is almost condescending and really talks to women like they're dumb, which I didn't appreciate. I mean, seriously, this is one of the lines in the article, quote, First, women need to assess their financial situation to get a clear picture of how they use their money. To start saving, they need to analyze their income and spending. Then they can adjust their spending habits to save more efficiently. The author happens to be female, thankfully, because if this article were written by a dude, he'd be seen as a patronizing misogynist. So the author goes on. Quote, women need to change their attitude when it comes to money and start saving for themselves. It is important to invest in things that help support and secure their future. I mean, if if this kind of financial journalism is out there for women, it's no wonder they're falling behind. One thing the article does say, though, is that women should educate themselves. And that's about the only valuable piece of information in there. So the other day, after reading this dumb article, I went in search of good retirement planning podcasts for women that I could recommend on my show. I searched for retirement podcasts in my Apple podcast app and found a couple shows that had pictures of women on the thumbnail. And unfortunately, I got to tell you now, but first off, realize that I know that my show is not the be all end all awesome show that I hope it will be in time. So just know that I'm coming from a place of humility here. 
But some of the retirement shows out there for women are fucking terrible. They're almost as condescending and basic as this Kiplinger's article I'm talking about. Um, and I'm not going to name the shows that I listened to, but the experience was painful. It's as if the women that were putting on these shows have so little regard for the potential intelligence or at least financial sophistication of their female listeners that they talk as if the audience is a bunch of six-year-olds. It was like listening to uh, Personal Finance meets Sesame Street. So anyway, women, I welcome you here, and I will never talk down to you. I hope this podcast gives you some like, actionable information to help you accelerate your retirement saving. But if you know of a retirement-related podcast that's targeted to women and that's good, can you please e email me and let me know what it is so that I can share it on the show? Um, and in the meantime, if you're a woman and you do need some continuing education just on the basics of money and the like, there is a good show um, that's co-hosted by a female that I would recommend. It's not a retirement-focused show specifically, but it's a good money education show that's not way, way advanced into the nerdly macroeconomic minutia, and it covers everything from traditional investing to real estate and all points in between. Um, and that show is called the Bigger Pockets Money Podcast. Bigger Pockets Money, not to be confused with the Bigger Pockets Podcast, which is real estate only. Anyway, check it out because it's pretty good. They sometimes have guest experts who know what they're talking about, and they do these money makeover shows with real people that are actually pretty interesting. Anyway, it's the Bigger Pockets Money Podcast hosted by Scott Trench and Mindy Jensen. Check it out. So it was another crazy week for crypto. So once again, you can't turn on the TV or read a news website without getting deluged with crypto news. And how do you know when things are really going nuts? When your 80-year-old parents start asking you about Bitcoin. Last week, uh, last week, I was in Arizona where I was visiting my dad for Father's Day. And at one point, he and my stepmom asked, should we be investing in Bitcoin? Now, of course, I immediately said no. And I asked them if they really even knew what Bitcoin was. And predictably, they don't understand what it is. So as I tried to kind of explain it to them, I thought, how many people my age don't even understand what Bitcoin is or blockchain? Um, do you understand what a blockchain is? Um, if you're interested in a demo, if you want to, to kind of get into the nuts and bolts of this stuff, there's a dude named Anders Brownworth who put on a blockchain demo on YouTube that's really good. It's called Blockchain 101, a visual demo. And after you've watched it, you'll have a way better idea of how blockchain and the, the immutable ledger concept really works. And I'll put a link to the video in the show notes, but trust me, it's really good. Anyway, when my 87-year-old dad asked me if he should be investing in Bitcoin, I showed him my Coinbase account and I showed him how I do it just so that he could see the process. He won't be actually doing it, but it was interesting for him to see. So are you doing any crypto gambling? Well, what I've been doing for a while, because it is gambling, is I've been just buying 100 bucks worth of Bitcoin and Ether every time that they drop by 10% or more, which over the last couple of months has happened quite a few times, actually. Um, now, I don't recommend doing this, but I'm just letting you know that I'm throwing a bit in here and there. Um, just to kind of gamble on the volatility, and and this is like a long, this is a long haul deal. I'm I'm not planning to cash out any uh, gains within before I retire. So this is a long term deal. And again, it's not an investment. This is just for fun. Uh, I've thrown a hundred bucks here and there um, at other coins like Stellar Lumens, Anchor, Polkadot, uh, Solana, Doge, Litecoin, and Sushi Swap. But I 
I, I don't really understand the subtle differences between these assets. And for me, it's just a fun way to gamble uh, some spare change, you know. So, but the main thing that I wanted to, to say about crypto today is that I found a podcast that, well, if you're interested in crypto and NFTs and all things blockchain, from the perspective of younger people who actually use them, trade them, pay for things with them, and live in the ecosystem, you need to subscribe to this podcast. I'm, I'm super pumped about it, and I find it absolutely riveting because, you know, crypto today is like the Wild West, kind of like Web 2.0 was back in 2005, okay? There's going to be so much money made in the next decade on crypto and blockchain, and we older people need to figure this shit out. Anyway, so this podcast is called Modern Finance, and it's hosted by a super smart and a super successful guy named Kevin Rose. This guy is a rock star investor. He truly gets the whole crypto world, and he has really good guests that are deep, deep into this stuff. And if you want to be in the know, you really need to check it out. Once again, it's Modern Finance with Kevin Rose, available wherever you listen to podcasts. You're going you're gonna to thank me for this one. So next up, how did the pandemic affect retirement savings? Did you keep it pumping through the pandemic? Or are you like a lot of Americans who were uh, kind of unable to keep up with their savings schedule? Or worse, are you one of those folks who pulled money out of their retirement accounts during the lockdown? Well, uh, a website called Magnify Money, which is run by LendingTree, conducted a survey in May with over 2,000 people and over half of which have retirement savings accounts to uncover how the pandemic affected their saving strategies. And the results are kind of scary. Here are some of the findings. One, the pandemic is preventing many Americans from saving for retirement. 48% of people with retirement savings accounts either stopped saving or decreased their contributions amid the crisis. About one in six haven't started saving saving again. Two, while some consumers tapped their retirement savings for extra cash, the majority regret doing so and have begun replenishing their savings. 77% of those who took money from their account at least somewhat regret it, and about three quarters have already begun paying themselves back. Number three, a portion of Americans say they were already behind in saving for retirement before the pandemic hit. Nearly 3 in 10 Americans say this was the case, not even accounting for the global health crisis. Likewise, 59% of consumers feel like they'll never catch up to where they need to be. 59%. 4. Some Americans now plan to retire later, especially those who lost income during the pandemic. 25% of consumers say they'll likely need to retire later. That's one out of four people. And then that figure jumps to 42% of those who lost income during the crisis. Finally, number five, lack of income is the biggest barrier consumers face when it comes to retirement savings. Nearly two in three Americans surveyed named at least one barrier that they're facing and not making enough money took the top slot by a landslide. Okay, so that's that's interesting and it's all scary. But if you're one of the two out of three Americans who say they're, quote, not making enough money to adequately save for retirement, I have an easy piece of advice for you. Get a side hustle. Seriously. 
Now, nobody likes hearing that they need to work more, and I don't mean to overly simplify what might be a complex, nuanced set of circumstances for you, but there's a million ways to make an extra thousand bucks a month. Start by reading the book, The $100 Startup by Chris Guillebeau, okay? It's really good. Um, and it's really interesting because there are a million ways out there to make an extra thousand bucks a month um, without a big uh, investment. So I've done side hustles. I don't know if I've mentioned this, but as an experiment, I drove for Uber to see what it's like. Um, and I can tell you that that is a really, really easy way to make an extra buck. Um, I'm probably not going to do it again, but it's always an option if I need a couple of hundred bucks here and there. And selling stuff on eBay is another easy side hustle or eBay and Amazon for that matter. And I've done that for years, uh, whether it's records or VCRs or I, I mean, you, you name it, I have sold it on eBay. Uh, and now with it being garage sale season, there is a ton of money out there to be made just in your spare time. And it's kind of fun. So anyway, not to go off on a tangent, but if you're falling behind on your retirement savings, at least consider getting a side hustle and using that to make up your savings shortfall. I'm going to, it down the line, not immediately, but down the line, I'm going to start interviewing folks who have run successful side hustles here on this show to try to inspire folks that it's not that hard and that there are ways to make pretty good money on the side without taking up, taking up all your spare time. It can be done and it's, it doesn't have to be that painful. It sounds like a pain in the ass. It sounds like a big time suck. It sounds like a second job, but I guarantee you there are lots of ways to make uh, an extra grand a month that don't take that much time. So if you'd be interested in seeing more results from that survey, I'll have a link in the show notes. And that's it for this week in the news. Do me a favor, if you would, and subscribe to this podcast, and I'll be forever grateful. If you subscribe, it'll help other people find this. Uh, and if you do want to support the show, now I'm not making any money doing this, but if you go to my website and you sign up for your own Marriott Bonvoy credit card, you're going to get awesome Marriott benefits, which are actually usable now that the lockdown is over. And I, your lucky host, will get bonus Marriott points for referring you. It's a win-win. Just go to Rogue Retirement Lounge slash blog slash points and follow the link. I'll put that URL in the show notes as well. Um, so happy Independence Day. Um, take a minute and appreciate the fact that for the last 250 years, people have died to create and defend the freedom that we all enjoy every day. Nothing in this podcast is meant to be financial, legal, or tax advice. Though there's some kick-ass information here, it's for informational purposes only. Take control of your retirement planning, but get professional counsel if you need tax, legal, or financial advice. For more content like this, join my mailing list at rogueretirementlounge.com. And if you have questions about retirement investing, entrepreneurship, business, or anything else, my email address is matt at rogueretirementlounge.com. 